With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside. Happy Monday, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Lil Yachty. Live from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. That's not one of my other uh, personas, is that what I'm... Lil Yachty. Okay. Lil Yachty. Like, I kind of figured when they say it, Lil Yachty is like like, like Yachty or Molina has a kid. Oh, look at Lil Lil Yachty Yachty. coming in. But it's Yachty. Can he catch... Yeah, probably. For a hundred years? Got the neck tattoos, yeah. too. No, no but it's great. actually Yachty like a yacht. Like Yachty. Like I'm a Yachty. I'm on a, I know. Did they say it about somebody? I'm a Yachty. I like to go on yachts. Well, I'd be kind of bougie, yeah. I know there's I mean, a- it's an upgrade on bougie-ness. I mean, if I win the $1.6 or thereabouts, I'll buy a boat. I mean, there's- Just so I can sing, I'm on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. I'm, I'm a little Yachty. Or is it little Yeti? Like, that would be like- if you can if go find, well, yes. again, you can you can fund an expedition to find a little Yeti if you want. Is this Lil Yachty? 
Yes, this is him and Dram or Drum. Is he no, featuring? No, no, no. Not, no, no, this song is I like paper and no, I like blanks with that. a poo, poo, and a whoop. No, and a, this is and a and a Sam 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 and a and wait 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 yeah. and wow. a and a cat and 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 I mean that's just paper. No, and this is Lil Yachty. No. Yes. Hey, There's still hey, no it's words in, in the song. It's, it's instrumental. It's inspired. I'm not by. paying him. Do you want to pay him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to give you bed. I like. Why, why are you trying to talk like I you're Rob like Parker? <laughs> Come, Come on, Jason. I'm gonna give it a little bit of a bed. Eight seven seven. With a whoop whoop and a and a. This is actually better than talking about the Monday night football game and a and a or or the. Finales for either of our respective NFL teams over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, you got to just throw that Hail Mary a little bit further. You, you know, a you know what? Further, I'll take buddy. some solace in it because you, you saw who made the play to save the touchdown, right? This is the one you keep singing. That's the same song you just played. No, it is not. This is the same song. <laughs> it really gets us to the same place, doesn't it's the same it? Same song. It is not the it same is. song. It's Listen. The same song. Say, this is the song you keep singing. No, that's I. It was the same song you just played. By the way, I was trying yeah, to make. A, I was trying it's to make a point there song. somewhere. It doesn't. It's the same song. Wait, is it like Creed? This is where it's the same. Oh yeah, yeah, everything is the same. Anyway, you saw well, Harmon made I the like play, right? I like football and I like basketball and I like <laughs> hockey and I like twiddly dinks and ink ink and a and a whoop whoop and a oh boy and a Harmon and a Harmon and a big leg and a whoop and a Jets yo and a cousins and a cousins and tightshirt is not driving. Le- same song. Wow. Same song. Listeners of the podcast will have no idea what was going on. Right there. <laughs> it's pretty funny though. Uh, they had a, a, an opportunity here, and, and they well, they they were the Giants. They called a bootleg for Eli Manning. Yeah, yeah, that's a, he kind of crumbled a, in the yeah. sideline, and then Barkley gets stuffed for a one at the one for no gain, and then on fourth down they throw the ball to get this Scott Simonson. Hmm. Backup tight end. That's the guy on fourth and one. That's your call. Not, hey, let's get a field goal here, make it 10-6. I I like going for the touchdown. Don't get me wrong. Seems like you have other options. You know, Ingram's back on the field. Barkley's shown he can catch. He can't block. No. But he can catch a pass. Now, he got trucked, and we have to make a point of this. Saquon Barkley. There was a blitz that he went to pick up, and he did it flat-footed. Didn't move into the oncoming rusher, uh, and he ends up getting knocked back into Eli Manning. Immediately, Twitter going, ah, oh, Eli, look, you got to keep moving. Like, no, no, no. That's 5,000 pounds squatting Saquon Barkley standing flat footed against a guy running full speed at him. That, He's going to lose that every time. That simply goes down as Giants football. That's where That's you're really at. That's really how now. you summarize it Giants here in 2018. Football. How about the Giants being the New York team that, oh, they don't know what they're doing? You know, yeah. We, the Jets, we lost. You're really the feeling we pretty good about Vikings. this, aren't That's you? That's fine. Vikings were good. But it was they, the they revenge game. I know, I know. I, I, I expected, You hyped it all week. I expected them By to the play way, better. By the way, you and I play this week. Yeah, I know. Shh. You and I are actually playing in fantasy right now. Oh, I'm getting In married. a league. Yeah, you are. You're having a very bad week. It's not your fault. She's having a bad week. Yeah. That's all it is. It's a fair, fairly decent team. That but, just, they underperformed. I tried to coach them up. I gave them a good speech. Uh, they failed me. But. Yeah, look, the Vikings are a better team. They are a right. preseason Super Bowl contender for a reason. They've had a little bit of issues, but they're a better team. They won. Look, it's fine. I'm fine with that. But, you know, we're going in the right direction. The Giants look like, and eh, now the guy we want's going to go back to school. That's just so awesome. This may be as good as it gets. This may be. So I'm going to wait because this really may be as good as it gets for the Jets, even, you know, we're three and four.
but the Giants are just okay, so much worse. And Sam Darnold's hair is spectacular. <laughs> but no matter what trash. happens on the field. Speaking of worse, today saw a trade that happened that passes understanding. In the words of Raiders GM Reggie McKenzie, quote, I got a call from Cowboys Vice President Stephen Jones this morning. He put it on the table, what he wanted to do, he wanted the player, and he gave me the pick, and that's what it came down to. So the Raiders send Amari Cooper, the fourth overall pick in the 2015 draft, to the Dallas Cowboys for a first-round pick. There was supposedly interest from a lot of teams on Amari Cooper. The Cowboys decided we'll give a first-round pick for a Jag, a guy who is just a guy. And I've heard so many people try to defend and try to spin. Oh, yeah, you know, it's not really Amari Cooper's fault. It's the whole team. Amari Cooper has been a jag for a couple years now. And bottom line is, even if you think he is good, he has no market value across the NFL. Why was he widely available? Why did no one else pull the trigger? Because no one was dumb enough to give up a first-round pick. I got a feeling this is one of those days where Jerry Jones grabbed Stephen Jones, took his cell phone, and then, like, knocked him out, like, with some kind of ether, like they did in the movies where they would take the handkerchief and put it over the person's oh, face sure. and yeah, pass yeah. out. That's an old, and, old classic move. And then he locked all the doors to his office, and he built a moat around the outside to put sharks and alligators in it nice. so nobody could get to his door so Jerry Jones could make that phone call from Stephen Jones's phone and tell the Raiders, uh, yeah, we'll give you that first-round pick for the Cooper kid. And they were like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Because I, I don't know how... This winds up being made unless it's a Jerry Jones directive. Go get Amari Cooper for a first. Go round get pick. a wide receiver right now. This is oh, look because this is and this is the reality. Before we get to the Raiders part of it, this is the reality for the Dallas Cowboys. This is how they have to do things now. They have to shop in the clearance bin, and they've been doing this for a couple of years. Why do you think they take so many chances in the draft on players with character issues or oh Lyle Collins? Because they have no choice. Because they spent so much bad money in free agency, they don't have money. So they have to figure out a way to go, all right, well, we'll move this around with this round. Now we'll make a trade for Amari Cooper. And we trade a first-round pick for a guy who's going to be a free agent a year from now who is not very good. Getting him is fine. But giving up a first-round pick, are you crazy? But see, there's the big part of it that I think went under the radar in a, in a lot of the reporting of this today. Is He's only got one year left on the deal. This was when we were talking with Jason Lockenfora last week and, and even before that, talking about, hey, Derek Carr, given what John Gruden seems to be doing. And, and the other thing, we'll get to the Raiders part in a minute because the credit getting put somewhere that we didn't expect. But the idea that Derek Carr would get dealt what was out on the table. There's a guy that was still on the contract till 2022. So it makes sense if you have to give up prime assets to go get him. Because it's still under a team-friendly deal for multiple years at the most important position in the game. Here's a guy that's got $14 million on the book. Here's a stat from uh, Josh Dubow. Or Dubo? I don't know. Josh Dumel. No, 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 no. I see him every now and again around the building. Yeah, I know. 52 games with the Raiders. Amari Cooper, 13 games over 100 yards. 19 with less than 30. So let that sink in for a second. And, and try to blame that all on him. But the, the idea that you'd go and you'd give up a first-round pick to a team that's not very good. you got a good defense. right? We, we can agree that the Dallas defense can bring it at times. Still waiting on the league to actually do something with Demarcus Lawrence that's been hanging out there and doesn't seem like it's going anywhere at this point. Roger Goodell, again, disappears into mm-hmm. the background. Uh, but offensively, is, is this is the guy that's going to jumpstart things and suddenly make you a contender? Because that's the other part. Where you're at right now 
with one more year to go on his deal. That's suddenly turning you around that that's worth what is probably a top 10 pick. Because that's the other part. It's a top 10 pick. This isn't, this isn't pick 27. This is this is the Dallas Cowboys doing things how the Dallas Cowboys have always done them under Jerry Jones. Let's find a way to really dig a hole for ourselves that we can't get out of. You're losing a franchise player. You are losing a franchise caliber player for one year of a Jag wide receiver. I it it makes absolutely no sense, and it makes no sense for the Raiders. They give Khalil Mack away. And they get a first-round pick for a guy who stinks, and the tanking can continue. Although I would argue putting him out there means they're continuing to tank. It, it, it makes no sense for the Raiders. But now that they've done this, right? I give the Raiders a lot of credit today. They fleeced the Dallas Cowboys. Whatever they did, maybe they were they were you know doing the whole thing from what was the Will Smith movie Focus uh, with Margot Robbie when he was he was suggesting numbers to a guy like all day drove by on the side of a bus and when he would have lunch the number was on his menu and all this stuff because he wanted to pick that number for a bet that night like maybe they were doing that to Jerry Jones it just said Cooper everywhere he went it was his limo driver's name was Cooper you know he went to get tires they were Cooper someone's name was Cooper that he met all these different things he watched the Fox pregame show with Cooper Manning Uh, maybe uh, Cooper was everywhere so he decided to make that trade he's a weapon but if you're the Raiders now go the next step you had a chance. We mentioned it last week, and a lot of people said, oh, you're crazy. Now are we crazy? The Jaguars need to call the Raiders for Derek Carr. Jason Lock and Fora told us, a first and a player, that would get it done for Derek Carr. Call the Raiders for Derek Carr. Obviously, you need a quarterback. Blake Bortles gets benched yesterday. He plays so poorly, Cody Kessler has to yeah, come in. Yeah, well, he Cody Kessler was spectacular. He throws a touchdown, and the fans and, and the, the team mobs him like he just threw a Hail Mary yeah. to win the Super Bowl. Bortles keeps his job, but this is after teams members of the Jaguars were fighting after well, the game yesterday. Well, they had to get all the reporters out of. They were letting him into the locker room. Said, "No, no, no, go back out there. You got to wait a few." This is just an absolute mess. Oh, trade for Derek Carr. The Jaguars. You can remake your team. You'll have a vertical passing game. The Raiders are obviously trading everybody. Call and get Derek Carr. He's 27 years old. He's got a good contract. He's been good. He's having a bad year this year. He's in a bad situation. A change of scenery. He will continue to show what he's shown up until now. He is a good quarterback. Everybody laughed last week. Now it's like, oh hey, but that's okay. Well, today they were trying to. Everybody was trying to sell the Eli Manning thing. Which one are you going after? Yeah, you don't have to give but a bucket of balls at this point for Eli, but go make the investment on a guy that could actually be your future. you got some good wide receivers there. I thought it was interesting that suddenly Reggie McKenzie was getting credit for this trade. That he was he the one. His phone. No, no, no. But he was the one Hello? insisting on getting oh. a number one pick. How come it's been all John Gruden at this point, and all, all Gruden has done is take a baseball bat to Reggie McKenzie? But then today this deal gets done. He fleeces the the Cowboys, and suddenly it's like, oh, Reggie McKenzie getting it done. It's like, no, 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 no. Who, who's actually in charge over here? What's going on? Because it's an offensive player. Now, now they give him credit Defensive for this one? Defensive players John Gruden is getting rid of. Offensive players, well, Reggie McKenzie's getting rid of the offensive players. All right, well, get on the That's phone. That's just how we're going to do it here in Oakland. Nicely done. That's how it's going in Vegas. I was listening to a little Chicago radio today. You know what they did? A, um, a contest for best Chicago accent. Did they really? They were giving in away Chicago. like gift cards. Well, just to in see Chicago. who was most... Most embodied. We have the, a full that impression. Uh, we're gonna get to no, them but what is always stereotyped on <laughs> yeah. on you know Saturday Night Live or other <laughs> comedy shows or sitcoms, whatever. So they had. Um, I, I really thought we should have called in and, and been part of it. Make the move. 
get Derek Carr. You need a quarterback. He is absolutely available. I like football and I like basketball and I like hockey and I like twiddly dinks and ink ink and a rip and a whoop whoop and a oh boy and a harmon and a harmon and a big leg and a whoop and a jets yo and a cousins and I like hockey and I like twiddly be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We are less than 24 hours away from Game 1 of the World Series. Chris Sale, Clayton Kershaw, and two guys that are going to be the biggest X-Factors in the World Series. And by this, I'm going to get to my prediction. Okay. Of everything going on in this series, the biggest X-Factor for the Dodgers clearly is Manny Machado. He has an up-to-seven-game audition to land a $300 million contract with his preferred destination. Right now, so many people want to gloss over, well, all Manny Machado's antics, someone's still going to give him $300 million. Yes, but is it going to be a team where he wants to go? People offer from $300 million. Does he want to go to the Phillies? Does he want to go to the Braves? Does he want to go to the Indians? Or does he really want to go to the Yankees? Or does he really want to stay with the Dodgers? This is his audition to show that, you know what? I want to show my preferred destination that I can get it done, I can be a great teammate, and I can rake. So if I'm the Dodgers, I feel like I'm in a great spot right now with him because he has a lot to prove whether he wants to stay with us or go someplace else. This is why you got him. You rented him for this moment in time, these next few games, these next seven to eight days against the Red Sox. I feel great about where Machado is. Well, for him, it's all all gravy at this point. You know, the antics and whoever, you know, anonymous sources and whatever, going out and talking about the attitude and everything else, doesn't matter. You're still looking at the overall numbers of what the guy can contribute to the team, uh, not to mention even going out of his way to lay down a bunt. I mean, just oddball and things. And I like that. Look, you know, he, and he, and he baseball hustled down. Ag- right, he, baseball acumen. Right, after calling himself, uh, whatever, Joe Hustle or whatever that he isn't. Johnny uh, Hustle. Johnny Hustle. Johnny Sorry, Hustle. Johnny Hustle. Adult film actor Johnny Hustle. Thanks. It's a little yeah. early for that, but yeah, uh, way, way adult to, film actor Johnny Hustle. Way to get it cracking early on a Monday night. Johnny Hustle. Nicely done. Jimmy Dean. Wait for it. Fired in there. Allie Hayes. All right, now go ahead. Wow, really uh just really <laughs> painting a picture, aren't you? How about that? But yeah, I, I think he, he's in the best of spots. Question of how many teams could pay him what he wants if he wants the longevity versus the short-term heavy money from maybe one of the preferred destinations. We don't know what the Yankees are thinking. They've got a lot of guys that they'll eventually have to pay, so that's certainly in the offing as well. But the Dodgers, they print cash. So <laughs> the the cash side of it, it's really more the years. I think the X Factor is game one, Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. Just, I mean, over the course of his playoff career, and depending on when you hit the start and stop button, you can come up with very different statistics uh, for him, but certainly you go back to game five last year. That's one that's going to stand out and one that he still needs some bit of redemption. I like the working out in a stadium by himself. It's a nice, nice move. Mm-hmm. I, I think it paints a good picture. Uh, Chris Sale, everybody bought the nonsense story about belly button rings, which was clearly <laughs> just him having fun. And look, if the guy won't wear an old jersey, I don't think he's got a belly button ring. Just throwing it out there. Uh, X Factor for the Red Sox. This will get to my pick. Okay. Craig Kimbrell. Red Sox fans have their hearts in their throats every single time he comes out there to pitch. He has had trouble. 
supposedly he was tipping pitches and Eric Gagne. Did Eric, yeah, did Gagne up, fix that? Helped fix him. Like, wow, he helped fix him. Eric, way to go, Eric Gagne. Well, Thanks he's, for standing he, up for the Dodgers. Well, Eric Gagne uh, giving them the good stuff. <laughs> but Craig Kimbrell will wind up blowing a game that gives momentum to the Dodgers. It, it will be game two, game three. At some point, he will blow a game. The Dodgers will win. And that will be what clinches the World Series for the Dodgers. They will get momentum and not give it back. Dodgers in five because Kimbrell blows a game. See, I like the fact that when you come to and play at Dodger Stadium, you could just wave to J.D. Martinez on the bench unless they want to get creative uh, in their in their lineup, right? Because Mookie Betts talking about shifting him around, that's been one of the big narrative that's been pushed. So, uh, I've got the Dodgers in six, but certainly that's more the Red Sox bullpen going back to form after a rough season. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. The Spurs beat the Lakers 143-142 in overtime. How did this happen, you may ask? Jason, weren't you just telling me the Lakers had a six-point lead? They did. They did. They did not and end with one. A frantic comeback to draw and force overtime. Here's Alas. here's the night for LeBron James. The last minute of overtime and then the entirety of overtime. With the Lakers trailing by three and just eight seconds left, the Spurs miss a shot that would have probably iced the game. LeBron gets hit in the head or or hit in the in the eye a little bit somewhere somewhere during the play. The Lakers get the rebound, and before they pass it out to him, LeBron signals for a timeout. But the Lakers don't have any timeouts left. Good However, thing they didn't call that However, time. That is ignored. I don't see you, LeBron. I don't see you. Did someone hold up a zero to him? Run one of the referees. So he, so he can't see. He calls a timeout. They don't have the referees. Ignore him. He gets the pass, dribbles down court, and hits a three to send the game to overtime. So it was the yin and yang for LeBron James. Yeah. Right. We go to overtime. Lakers are. Imposing their will on the game. Lakers have a 139-136 lead when, with a minute to go, the Spurs miss a shot. The rebound is corralled by the Lakers. It's a couple of big passes, one that nearly goes out of bounds, but Lonzo saves it, gets it to LeBron, who drives in for a floater, hoop, and the foul. Staples Center explodes. LeBron makes the free throw, 142-136. That's 55.6 seconds remaining in the overtime period. So, looking good. Spurs get a layup. Kyle Kuzma misses a three. Rudy Gay hits a three. So now it's the Lakers with a 142-141 lead with 15 seconds left to go. Well, they also ran a lot of clock, right? They did. They They did. Lakers before the Kuzma miss. So... LeBron gets fouled, and what happens? He misses not one, but two free throws. Who, me? So now the Spurs get the ball, down one, with 11 seconds left. Patty Mills hits a jumper to give the Spurs the lead, 143-142. Back down the floor, the Lakers come. Instead of trying to get to the hoop with the Lakers down one, LeBron fakes to the hoop. Sees a defender who was going to collapse, bounces back for a fadeaway that misses, back of the iron, time runs out, Spurs beat the Lakers 143-142, the Lakers now fall to 0-3, 0-4 
0-2 at home. So, a couple of things. The 22-foot step-back jump shot, not your high percentage. No, uh, no, no, opportunity. no. Uh, and a lot of people immediately into the timeline, did Kobe ever start 0-3? <laughs> did Kobe ever miss a 22-foot? I mean, look, LeBron, well, James, yeah. <laughs> LeBron James made some incredible plays tonight. He also made some bad plays tonight. He got bailed out with the timeout, yeah. got completely bailed out, and he misses both free throws, and then instead of trying to get to the line for a free throw, he takes a jumper, which, look, this happens to LeBron. Many times he does it because it looks pretty. Right? He does. I've had so many people that have covered the Cavaliers and Heat over the past few years say the same thing. Sometimes he just decides he wants to hit a shot that's pretty, and that would have been a pretty fadeaway. He made the three at the end of the regulation, but he had to take the three. Right. This was something where I'd like to see him get to the hoop, like to see him try to get there and draw a foul or get a better high-percentage shot. But he settles for a really, a really wide step back. He took a big step towards the hoop and then took a big step back and I don't know if that messed with his balance a little bit but then it goes off the back rim and the Lakers lose 143-142. Despite all of this, I still feel the same way about the Lakers as I did before the season. They will be just fine. I fully expected them to struggle early. I expected them to struggle and go 6 and 6, 7 and 7, 7 and 8. The first 12-15 games were going to be an adjustment. But what I saw tonight was two very big things that we talked about earlier tonight before this game. This makes me realize I can coach the Lakers. Another with no training. With no training. No jobs I can do with no training. I mean, you got the concussion the training for doing the soccer coaching, but yeah, beyond that, not a lot of basketball. I, I, I take that every year. I take that concussion training every year. Got to take it every gotta year. Got to take it every gotta year. Got to be certified. Be, that's right. When the suspensions came out for the Lakers today, obviously they're playing the first game without Rajon Rondo, without Brandon Ingram. And Lonzo Ball was going to start, and Kyle Kuzma would start for Brandon Ingram. I was not that upset with this because, number one, sometimes brawls like they had Saturday galvanize a team and bring everybody together. Not all the time, but sometimes they do. Well, but in this case, it's also a team at the beginning that, let's face it, when it was constructed, looked like like when you're putting together Suicide Squad, Right. What are all these people? What are we doing? Why? Why? What? Is LeBron here's Harley Lance. Quinn? I don't know. Here's okay. here's Lance Stevenson. Lance here's, is Harley Quinn. Yeah. No, I'm Lance just saying you got a, a lot of component. You got some crazy in the locker room. Got a lot of crazy. A lot of crazy. Room. When you add Rajon Rondo, you add Lance Stevenson. I mean, he wasn't involved. <laughs> he didn't yeah, get into the right. race. I mean, come on, uh, LeBron James. I mean, you'd, you'd probably be dead shot. <laughs> but, but, I mean, no, but it, like we're not going to cast the movie. But just the idea of. You don't know how it's going to work, but you need something to bring them together. Right. At some point, it's either a string of losses, some huge win, or where they need to have each other's back. Right. And, and they, here they, you they go, right away. Back. And so that was part one. Part two was, I'm not saying Kyle Kuzma is more talented than Brandon Ingram. You've been saying that all night? What the? What did the Lakers say? This is before the show. You can check, even check Twitter on this. It's true. And I even said it today, filling in on AM570, LA Sports, with Rob Parker when we talked Dodgers World Series and talked about what the Lakers would look like tonight. The Lakers need a shot maker. And we know this. And I said, look, Kyle Kuzma starting for Brandon Ingram isn't the worst thing in the world because as talented as Brandon Ingram is, he's not a shot maker. Kyle Kuzma is the closest thing the Lakers have to that. But with him coming off the bench, 
are we ever going to get a chance to see it? And I said, we may see that tonight, that suddenly Kyle Kuzma may be a better fit with the LeBron Lakers because LeBron needs guys to have specific roles on the team. And it's hard to argue with him because he goes to the finals every single year. What do we see tonight? Kyle Kuzma, 45 minutes, 37 points, 8 rebounds. He shot 15 for 25. He was the shot maker that LeBron needed. Suddenly now you're thinking, well, a whole new world has opened up for the Lakers because look at Kyle Kuzma playing alongside LeBron. That was number one. Number two was, okay, now we're going to see what things look like for the Lakers with Lonzo Ball starting and playing alongside LeBron James. Maybe you catch something because Lonzo's game and LeBron's game don't really mesh and LeBron needs the ball, Lonzo needs the ball, but but if it's LeBron versus Lonzo, LeBron needs the ball. We're seeing Lonzo come off the bench and come out of the game the first time when LeBron goes to sit, and Lonzo Ball is playing bench minutes. Maybe they would find something tonight at some point that people aren't uh, taking into account. And Lonzo Ball started out the game with 10 points in the first quarter. He carried the Lakers early, and things weren't as rocky as you'd expect with Lonzo and LeBron. Lonzo did knock down a couple of threes. He was three out of seven. If he can do that and LeBron can find him for open shots like that, and he can make those, they can work better together. So now the Lakers have found something out that maybe they wouldn't have found out had Lonzo and Brandon Ingram not been suspended. They would have kept going the way that, well, Kyle's going to come off the bench, be part of the second unit, and that'll work. But now they realize, hey, wait a minute, Kuzma in the starting lineup here, this might work for us. Well, suddenly Lonzo and LeBron playing together, okay, this 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 might work a little bit here. So the Lakers may have found stuff tonight they would not have found otherwise. Yeah, I mean, the Kuzma seemed like he should have run into that just by reviewing the tape from last season, right? Because how many times was he the only guy that you could count on to make a shot? And it was a nice distraction, you know, from the distraction of LeVar Ball, Lonzo Ball, and what's going on. And even once Lonzo was hurt, it was still, well, what's with Lonzo's knee and all that discussion. Meanwhile, Kuzma went out, eventually hit a rookie wall, but he had himself a fantastic year and showed he can make shots. Here with LeBron James, we see with Lonzo at least for one night, and it's a small sample size, but a catch and shoot wasn't atrocious. Actually knocked down a couple shots. Because, you know, the defense is collapsing on LeBron. Lonzo's going to have a lot of open looks. Last year it was open looks before he got hurt because he couldn't shoot. And people were daring him to shoot. If he's added any element uh, of an outside shot, now he becomes that much more dangerous. Because he's going to get a lot of opportunities with LeBron James and how much defenses have to focus on what he's doing, whether he's stepping back or getting ready to put his head down and go Clyde Drexler and drive into the lane and such. So, uh, interesting night, obviously, not a lot of defense, but highly entertaining for those at Staples Center to watch this one for us here in the Geico Studios to see, even though they go down 0-3, you know, the, the wheels are churning for the Lakers, and, and they're eventually going to move one or more of these parts and go find <laughs> a legitimate spot-up shooter. But for the moment, they, they've got some more aptitude from, from players, and, and they're learning some new things about those second-year pros. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.